Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one sense of vertigo at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is Jesse Reed. Hello. What's going on? Not a lot of dialogue. Falling off a cliff. Nearly, nearly falling to their death. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just your average Wednesday. (laughs) So, Yeah. This uh, this minute starts with a, a close up on Denethor's face, trembling and teary eyed, and ends with Gollum saying, "Very dangerous on the stair." <laughs> stare, stare. So yeah, there is, as you said right before we start recording, incredibly little dialogue in this minute. Mm-hmm. Yes, there it is starts with a- Denethor yelling, "Leave me." So. After kind of an uncomfortably long look at his sad, sad face. Yeah, it's like 15 seconds. Of just him. Trembling. Qu- like quivering in grief. Yeah. Slowly and accepting snapping the fact to reality. that his hallucination was not real. And Faramir is there. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me. Oh, Faramir. And then we just smash cut to Frodo, Sam, and Gollum climbing the secret stair. Mm-hmm. And we get a, a cool shot looking down at Minus Morgul. Minas Morgul. However you want to say it. Is it isn't it like Minas Minas Tirith? Yeah. Minas Morgul? Yeah, Minas. Minas. Minas Morgul. I'm gonna pronounce things how I wanna pronounce them. Minus. 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 <laughs> Hey y'all, we're in Minus Morgul. <laughs> Welcome to Minus Morgul. <laughs> oh god, I'm terrible at accents. <laughs> Need a little death? We got some here, Minus Morgul. <laughs> you right, be careful on the stair over there, it's dangerous. <laughs> be careful, little children. Be careful, y'all. Oh my god, dude, the Witch King with a southern accent. <laughs> I'm the Witch King. This here's my home. <laughs> we like to keep it nice and chill here in oh the South. Oh my God. A little too cold, one might say. Cold is the grave. Oh my God. Just like MTV, welcome to my crib. But it's like. <laughs> He's just, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, something Dimodome from freaking. Oh my God. Yeah. Fair, yeah. Very odd parents. Isn't it Doug Dimodome? Doug Dimodome. Dimodome. Owner of the Dim- the Dimsdale wow. Dimodome. I have not thought about that show in a while. That's just the Witch King. <laughs> Minus Morgul is kind of shaped like a hat. It's just... Oh my god. It's got the one central tower. Wide brim. It's just the Dimodome. I'm, oh my god. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Denethor She's speechless. It's brilliant. And then Den- Denethor is just Timmy's dad saying Dinkleberg. <laughs> oh no! So does that make Timmy like Boromir or Faramir? 
this this analogy falls apart. That's true. Very quickly. It's just a matter of uh, it's like Family Guy doing Star Wars style. You just make the characters whatever you want them to be. Just That's have fair. them in whatever parts you like them to be in. Legit. Yeah. Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this uh, this minute starts with that uncomfortable long shot of Denethor being a sad old man. Mm-hmm. And Faramir just... Resigning himself yep. to it. Resigning himself to always being second it. best, even to a corpse. Mm-hmm. He uncomfortably stands there and just takes it. Mm-hmm. He's used like, to it. An, he's, all, he's like last three minutes. It's a lot of him just bearing Denethor's everything. Ab- abuse. It's Pavlovian <laughs> conditioning. Mm-hmm. This this is just what I'm supposed to do. Just stand here. The less I talk, the less bad it's gonna be. Yeah, dude. Like you're not even kidding. Just just let me have it. All right. Just yeah. wait for him to tell me to leave, and then I'm gone. All right. Mm-hmm. This is how every meeting about the state of Athelion has gone, <laughs> including the end tripping and seeing a vision of Boromir, and then just having to leave awkwardly. When do you think the last time they talked was? Because He's been out in the wild for a while, right? I mean, he probably ordered him to Osgiliath or before because he was ranging out from Osgiliath. He was on his way back yeah, when yeah, he ran yeah. into Frodo. So he probably ordered him to protect Osgiliath while Boromir was gone. So, like, has it been a year since they've been face to face? Maybe. Certainly could have been. Okay. Yep. So Faramir returns with the broken horn and knowledge that he let the ring slip at the same time. No, the, the horn came to Denethor before this. So oh, oh, yes. He has it when Gandalf first shows up. Oh, yeah. But I do think that the way that this whole part of the movie was originally planned, that Faramir would have been the one to bring him to the broken bring, horn. Yeah. Because this, because Gandalf and Pippin arriving in Minas Tirith was supposed to be alongside Faramir originally, the way I had it planned, mm-hmm. because Gandalf and Pippin weren't going to save him. So yeah, I imagine that Denethor having the thorn was going to be uh, Faramir having brought it to him at the same time that Gandalf and Pippin arrive, which means that this scene would have been before Gandalf and Pippin go into the into yeah, the hall. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it would have been a little different. That just would have been a lot at once. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't say anything about Boromir. And then don't, I could don't say anything. Just don't say his anything. mental breakdown. Oh God damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like. If Denethor, up until this point, had been unaware of Boromir's death. Yeah, then this, like, moment, uh, this, like, hallucinatory moment. That makes more sense. Makes a little more sense, yeah. Because out without that, it just feels like his madness is just way worse than Gandalf right. thought. I mean, it works in this context, but I think in the original, like, first draft or whatever. Yeah. It makes a little more sense to have the sequence of events be that. Right, because this scene isn't in the uh, the theatrical. It just cuts from uh, Faramir getting into the city and telling them about uh, Frodo and Sam and Kira's uncle and smash cuts to where we are now. Yeah. Like where we are in the middle of this minute, like 20 seconds in. So this this whole chunk is taken out. And uh, Peter Jackson and Fran and Philip are really sad about it. But mm-hmm. it's just Peter Jackson just talks a little while how it's it's a shame that it's always the secondary characters to your story that get all these great scenes cut. Because ultimately, they're they're not the story you're telling. Yeah, that ma- I mean, it makes sense. But it's too, just but... it's just sad to lose this stuff because this scene is really well acted. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot going on in their performances, lots of subtlety, and then not so subtlety, and then subtlety again. It's mm-hmm. it's real good. It's got good good peaks and valleys in the performance. Really sells their strained relationship. 
and John Noble can show like 15 different emotions in two minutes somehow. Right? Right. There's Good like God. five in his eyes right here. <laughs> like, yeah, there's just so much going on in his face. Really good at facial expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just selling the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. He's just chewing up every bit of the screen. It makes me miss Boromir all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because like Sean Bean uh, doesn't really have a whole lot of total performance time in Fellowship of the Ring. But his performance is just so good. And memorable. Yeah, it's yeah. just, he's just stealing every scene he's in with other people. Just, really there's does. a reason that his entire monologue from the Council of Elrond is a meme. Right. <laughs> but yeah, then we we smash cut to Frodo and Sam climbing the, the secret stair with Gollum. We get this kind of, this really vertigo-inducing shot of Minas Morgul below them. I mean, I'm fine, but you don't like heights. I don't like heights. Yeah, I mean, I don't like heights yeah, either. I don't, like, I don't so like it either. either. So it, <laughs> it gives me a sense of vertigo. Vertigo here, <laughs> like because also I saw this movie on the big screen. Mm, that's fair, and I was just like, "Oh God, that's legit." So that's that was that was something. But yeah, we get this. We get this scene. You were joking off mic about watching the Denethor scenes where he's like spitting in VR, but like watching. um like just watching Frodo an old Sam. man cry in VR. <laughs> but watching Frodo and Sam like almost die like down this cliff. Oh yeah, because Elijah Wood slips. Yeah. And Dominic Monaghan made me burst out laughing in the cast commentary. Because mm. <laughs> they're talking about filming these Kirith Ungle scenes and Elijah Wood coming back just like bruised and battered and tired and he's just like, uh, I wrote it down because it made me <laughs> laugh so hard. He's just like, I'd love to hold you tight and make you feel all better. What the hell? <laughs> oh my god. That's friendship, man. <laughs> so there's, there's something for those Mary Frodo folk out there. Do they exist? I bet they do. What Th- that is a whole Shippers thing. of all stripes exist, Cassandra. No, I, I know. I'm aware, Norman. Have they ever been on screen together? They are being shipped by someone. Have they never been on screen together? They are being shipped yeah, by someone. okay, that's fair. I I read in college Jean-Luc Picard Elrond fanfiction. Yes. Yes. So. You have told me. I think on mic. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Just, there's just some weird stuff out there. Do I want to know how you got to that? Like it was for my <laughs> it was for my Buffy class, and we like did a whole part of it mm-hmm. on fanfiction. Mm-hmm. And so part of our assignment was to go out and find slash fiction to read. <laughs> And that was I a dangerous time. <laughs> <laughs> that professor is strange. I mean, have you seen those two men? They are quite pretty. Yeah, Shocking. I guess I can't be surprised it's out there. <laughs> it's just like the Enterprise landing on Middle Earth. Oh just my like, that's God. just weird. That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> what if Q is a Myar? I mean, or a like Valar, Valar, more likely. <laughs> He's just Morgoth. He was banished. He's Morgoth. <laughs> It's just like maybe I won't try to be so uh, so he's, bad. He's this banished time. to our galaxy. Like. Yeah, and he says, "I'm just gonna have fun with these apes." That's so funny. Oh no! But yeah, we get we get this this scene with Frodo and Sam and Gollum climbing the secret stair of Kirthungul, which was filmed. This is the first thing from Return of the King that was filmed, mm. apparently, and it was because of weather. They had just finished filming uh, Frodo and Sam leaving Hobbiton. Mm-hmm. 
and they were going to go film some more uh some more stuff from fellowship and the weather wasn't cooperating so they had previously planned out to rent this studio space in queensbury or queenstown which was in a hotel like i've talked about the studio set for uh Keir Thungle before a yeah, little bit yeah yeah for this this part it was the only studio they could rent uh in this in this one part of Queenstown when they were planning on filming the movie and it was pretty small. So the only set they could really build there was the secret stair set and weather was not going to allow them to go film more fellowship stuff. And they were in the Queenstown area. So they're just like, I hate Peter Jackson's just like, I hate to do this to you guys, but we're going to go film some Kira Thungle stuff from return of the King right now, even though we haven't filmed anything from two towers, we haven't filmed anything from return of the King. This is a really important scene to like the structure of return of the King. And I'm just going to throw you guys into it because it's the only thing we can film right now. No pressure. No pressure. Andy circus wasn't there yet. Wow. That's crazy. So it's just like, you need to get in a headspace that you have no context for. Let's mm -hmm. go guys. Let's not disorient the actors or anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So crazy. Just like, I was just, Sean Astin's just like, but I was just leaving Hobbiton. It was the it's the furthest I've ever been from home. And now I'm so much further away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what am I to do? Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. What so yeah, that was the, the first part of Return of the King that was filmed. Is this scene from that starts this minute. They talk about they had them having to wear harnesses during some of the filming for this because of how steep the stairs are. Yeah, this looks um unsafe. And that when the guys were putting it together, they didn't want to wear the harnesses, but the set designers just like you have to yeah please put on your harness yeah you really uh, one should. of the i think it's right i think it's dan hannah jokes that like well if they weren't wearing the harnesses if they ever took a step back to admire their work <laughs> just fallen six meters dude yeah that's a long way that, that's a 20 foot fall that is that is deadly yikes i do like this aerial shot we get at the very end of the minute of minas morgul Minas Morgul looks like it has impaled upwards through the earth. Yeah. Because of the way it glows, it In looks like, like it's stuck up through way. a crack. Yeah. yeah. It's just erupted. I think this city, like Minas Morgul, is the most sci-fi looking thing in Lord of the Rings. And it's because of the green. And I, Yeah, I think it is because of the green. Like color association. Can't really see the marshlands around it in this shot at all. No. It doesn't look like there's water down there. I like the, um, you can see the torches on the bridge because the orcs are still coming. So many orcs. Yeah. You can see also see outside of what seems to be the walls of Minas Morgul, you can see more buildings. Mm -hmm. And they don't look the same. They look more ramshackle. So they're probably the constructions of the orcs as they've expanded more mm. outside of this initial place. It's also really hard to, t like, what the heck is the source of this light? Don't they talk about how it's, like, weird bioluminescence? Yeah, it's, like, supposed to be, like, bioluminescent algae. It's supposed to give you that feel. It's, like, the some some kind of algae corrupted by the evil magic here that yeah. lives in the lake. That makes sense. But it just it doesn't look like that. And it's the same color as the spirits of the dead that we see later. Yeah. Well, if it's corrupted by magic. Yeah. I always just thought it was supposed to be just the souls of the people in Minas Morgul that died when the orcs Whoa, took it. Oh, that's hardcore. I was just going to say that everything corrupted by evil glows the same color. So, yeah. Okay. Every villain is <laughs> limes. Yeah. <laughs> it checks out. But like, it's just interesting to me that they chose the same color for the ghosts in the past of the dead. Clearly, the green glow is from the Witch King's magical girl powers, Norman. He's just, he's just keeping it lit. His... His moon prison makeup is sitting on a vanity in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta sell those toys. 
yeah, this this minute just kind of ends. We get the the meteor part of this scene is tomorrow because mm-hmm. this is them just climbing, almost slipping. Mm-hmm. Long way to fall. But yeah, Dominic Monaghan just made me burst out laughing when I was listening <laughs> to the commentary. Let me hold you, Elijah. <laughs> I'd love to to hold you tight and make you feel all better. Oh, and he says it in such a like sincere sounding way, but it also in a way that's like clearly a joke. It's just it's really really hilarious. Friendship. Yeah. Friendship goals so, yeah. right there. Right? Everybody's good? No more notes? Mm-mm. Cool. Leave me. Leave me. <laughs> That's just how the episode ends. Just leave me, cut. Uh, Go now and never come back. We did that once. Did we? Oh, yes, we did. I remember. Right? I'm pretty sure we just cut the episode there. I, I don't remember. I don't know if I edited that one. I you probably did. I don't remember. I don't remember either. That was so many episodes ago. It was. It, it I don't remember Like either. half of the ones we've done ago. It's like... It's like over 100. 200? Oh, Time to go re-listen to them all and find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good project for the next six months. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for joining us again today, Jesse. Anytime. And, uh, we're from the website DuelingGenre.com, where you can find a bunch of other Movies by Minutes podcasts, including Rocky Minute, Jay and Silent Bob Minute, the Cornetto Trilogy, Back to the Future, Spider-Man, a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. So go listen to those, their backlogs, the ongoing shows. I'm sure you'll find something else you enjoy. A lot of the hosts on Dueling Genre are great. Congrats to Spider-Man on finishing. Yeah, Spider-Man Minute finished their first trilogy. I don't know if they are. I think they're still talking. Well, the fu- we'll find out the future yeah. of, of their yeah. show later. So we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about our uh, our trio our of... Witless halflings. Th- our witless halflings <laughs> and... Their evil friend. Uh, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>